Hey you, I'm excited you're here. Welcome to Triumph After Trauma. I'm Caitlin, aka Katie. Designer, business owner, go-getter, and most important, human just like you. I created this podcast to provide tools and support to those of you struggling to cope with a mental illness or work through a traumatic experience. Weekly, I'll share a personal story of mine, how it affected me, resources that helped me out of that dark place, and I'll end each episode with an empowering reminder. What I want for you to know is if I can make it through really tough shit and still find ways to thrive, so can you. Let's get this started. Hello, hello, welcome to this week's episode of Triumph After Trauma. I'm excited to be here and super excited to have you here. Since the title of this podcast is called Triumph After Trauma, And the basis of this is us working through traumatic experiences and learning to cope with our mental illnesses together. I thought I would do a deep dive today into what exactly trauma is. I want to talk about the actual definition of it. I would like to share what some things can be considered traumatic experiences that people may not realize count as traumatic. And I would also like to share with you what sort of triggers to look out for so that when they start to come up in you or others, you can be of support to yourself or someone that you love and is in need. I just wanted to quickly start by saying that if you are dealing with a traumatic experience and you are in serious need of help, there are many hotlines available. I can share some for different countries and the national one in the show notes. And if you have access to therapy and can't afford it or you know of any free services that are actually beneficial, I encourage you to look into that because I find therapy, as hard as it can be, super, super beneficial. Okay, I hope you are cozied up. I hope you have a drink with you and you're ready for a good conversation. If you're out and about, I hope you have headphones on so we are one-on-one. And of course, if you are doing errands or chores, I hope you're locked in so that we can have a good conversation. Let's get into it. According to the CAMH website, CAM stands for the Center of Addiction and Mental Health. Trauma is a lasting emotional response which results from living through a distressing event. Simple as that. It's down to the point. Many things can lead to a person being traumatized. And please keep in mind, we all are traumatized by different things and we all experience trauma differently. So there's no right or wrong to experiencing and dealing with trauma here. There's just no black and white, no right and wrong. That just does not exist when it comes to trauma. The ways I've personally experienced trauma include sexual assault, the death of multiple loved ones, living through this pandemic, honestly, this pandemic and living through the war and all the other natural disasters going on 
even though we may be far away from it and may be safe from it, it can be traumatic a hundred times more traumatic for the people in those positions, unfortunately, and in the places where such cruelty and terrible things are happening. But hearing about it on the news constantly, trying to take it in and balance our mental health with listening to what's going on in the world and doing what we can to help from afar, that can in itself all be traumatic and is to many people. Also, before I get too far off track, I'm going to reel myself back in quickly. I need to mention that mental and verbal abuse is also something I experienced in a long-term relationship that traumatized me. If you would like to talk more about traumatic experiences you've been through or are going through, feel free to hit me up via DM on Instagram. My handle will be in the show notes. It always is, so you can always find it there and connect with me anytime you want. Now that we understand what trauma really is, I'd like to spend the rest of my time with you today, friends, talking about what kind of things can trigger us. That way we know what types of things to be looking out for so that when we feel triggered, we can help ourselves or when we notice someone else is experiencing a trigger, we can help them. We're being triggered when we are being brought back to a specific traumatic event. That can be everything from a song you haven't listened to in years, popping up at a coffee shop, a loud bang, bringing you back to a specific time where you were involved in some sort of crash or maybe you've been to war and that just takes you right back to that time or a specific moment in that time of your life and it can be something as simple as a random memory that pops up while you're sewing or cooking or giving your kids a bath or something like that because we all experience trauma differently we experience triggers differently and different things trigger different people just like different things trigger us all differently and even if we experience the same event and it triggers us what we experienced in that event could be different and so what kind of trauma we're experiencing may be complete opposites some of the common things though are regardless of what may trigger us when we feel triggered we can get angry we can go into fight and flight mode we can start to pull away and put those walls up some people depending on how severely they're experiencing a traumatic event still they may could go into some sort of physical reaction like just the cold shakes getting all sweaty a full seizure could happen for some people if that does and you are around when something like that happens to someone please be someone who is helpful not a bystander please or we could just all out in that moment not be able to hold our emotions together suddenly and no matter where we are or what we're doing, we're a bucket of tears. 
trauma and dealing with the triggers that can come with it while trying to process a traumatic experience and work through it itself, it's not easy. It's not a short process by any means. But it's also not something any of us can skip out of in life, unfortunately. So my hope is that I can be here for you in the sense of I may not be an expert, but I have experienced a lot of trauma. And I would like to share with you some of the ways that these common triggers we all experience, how we can help ourselves when we experience them. And then I want to also quickly go into how we can help others when they may experience some of these common triggers. Speaking of, let me go into a couple triggers that may be a little bit less common, that people may not realize can be triggers, just so that we're really trying to be there for each other and help each other work through things so that we can all thrive in this one life we have. Believe it or not, certain smells, being around kids, being in healthy relationships, if you've only ever known unhealthy ones especially, for some reason being in a healthy one can be triggering. I actually can personally identify with Also, driving can be traumatic for some people as well as specific scents of perfume or cologne. For example, say Axe, if you met the, who you thought was the love of your life at the age of 16 when cologne was, you know, wore in half a bottle at a time and everybody loved Axe. You ended up together for a bunch of years, got married, but then it didn't work out. Maybe Axe to this day is something that if you smell it, brings back that memory and is triggering for you. What a random example that was, but you get my point. Different things trigger different people. There is no handbook to trauma, trigger, healing, growth, any of that. There's just no handbook to how to do life. There's no right or wrong way to do any part of life, including dealing with trauma and triggers when they come up. When you're experiencing trauma or something triggers a traumatic event, focusing on your breathing is one of the most common ways people use to instantly heal themselves because breathing is something you are just always doing. So making sure that you focus on deep breaths or giving yourselves a few minutes to do a meditation can be soothing within minutes. If you have a support system, lean into them. They are your support system for a reason. If you don't have one, I can be yours. I can be your friend and I can be here for you. I can be someone you vent to. Just hop in my DMs anytime. To remind yourself you're safe or immediately make yourself feel grounded, doing the five senses sensory activity is great. I love it and I know a ton of people who also swear by it. Take a deep breath and think of five things you can see, four things you can touch, three things you can hear, 
two things you can smell and one thing you can taste. It distracts your brain from what had triggered it and brings you instantly to the present again. That's what I find at least and that is what a lot of people I have spoken to about this also experience. I hope that if you haven't tried it and you do, it's as beneficial for you. Another thing that is popular and I personally find super helpful, take a few moments to truly reflect and journal how you're feeling, how you're experiencing those feelings. Are you sad and experiencing it via that day not being interested in things you have to do, just not being willing to do them? Are you feeling angry and experiencing that via tense muscles and being irritated? Things like that. And I want you to finish by not only journaling what you can do in that exact moment to release some of those feelings, but I want you to actually take action and do said things. So whether it's take a walk, go play with my kids, enjoy a hot bath, whatever it is you wrote down, it's valid. If it's gonna soothe you, if it's gonna calm you down, if it's gonna bring you back to the present and a better place, write that down and then go do that thing. This is something that I'm newer to doing. Usually I just jot out my feelings and then cry it out and move on. You can do that too. You can totally do that too. But I try to also jot down now that little bit at the end that I just explained to you. That part of my journaling is newer, but it is helpful, so I wanted to share it with you as well. I also wanted to mention regarding triggers that if you can tell by a certain noise or the level of someone's voice, even the way someone's being spoken to, if you can tell someone's uncomfortable by their body language, or if because of a loud sound or someone being too loud, you can tell by the way someone's acting that that's just too much for their senses, get them out of that situation or that loud room or away from that loud person. Sometimes people go to an event and don't realize that loud noises are going to be involved. I heard once of a friend's friend in high school, like I was friends with someone and they had a friend they'd grown up with who went to a different school. I had heard that for whatever reason, this person's prom back in the day when we were all that age and going to proms and graduating high school and stuff, they had let off a, a confetti thing, but that for whatever reason, when it was pulled, sounded like a gun almost. The loud pop caused someone to have quite the reaction because it triggered an experience they had that they hadn't been brave enough to talk about with anybody so nobody had known that they went do this experience and that loud noises were a trigger. Sometimes people don't realize that while tough love works for many, tough love, being harsh, being loud is triggering 
and harmful for others. For goodness sakes, even something as simple as being at a party or going to an event, maybe you'll hear a song. But how could that host if it wasn't someone you know hosting said event or party? How could they have known that that specific song would trigger you, right? It's hard to talk about trauma and triggers. But these are things we all have to experience. I think we need to continue talking about trauma and triggers because we all have to experience them, unfortunately. And by talking about it more, we can understand it better and end stigmas around it. I think the big factor here, though, is that we need to be more willing to ask each other about our triggers. Because people maybe don't want to talk about what the exact experiences are that those triggers can bring back. But I think it's okay to ask what kinds of things trigger people so that when you're inviting them to an event or taking them to a concert or having them meet your parents for the first time or whatever, you're conscious of what things may trigger them and you can be careful about that. You can support them as opposed to not know what's going on with them and then unintentionally hurt them. This is a lot I know, so I hope it's all making sense because, well, not only is it a lot, I'm a little bit squirrely brained sometimes. So if for any reason any of this doesn't make sense to you or you understand things but have more questions about trauma, triggers, what to look out for, how to help yourself or others, anything like that, feel free to message me with your questions. I am an open book and I'm always here for you all. With all that being said, I just wanted to share a quick final reminder that a lot of people who experience triggers like to have a specific song to go to. So if there is one that really calms you down, or you can find one that does make that your go-to song when you feel triggered. A lot of people also like to carry specific items on them. So I suggest that as well. If it's some of these locket, a photo, the last little note someone wrote to you, whatever it may be. If you have anything that calms you down instantly, Make sure you always have access to it. You always bring it with you so that you always can access it. My specific go-tos in this regard are actually songs. I'm big on music. As much as it can make you feel angry and whatnot when that's when you need to feel and you need to release some stress or whatever, there are many songs that just bring back good memories, bring me back to a good place, and can instantly make me feel calm. I know we're all busy, so I don't want to take up too much of your time, but I would like to end this by quickly saying that I am no expert, education-wise, in trauma. I just understand a lot about trauma because I have experienced it myself, and I have worked with a few trauma-based therapists who have greatly benefited me. I hope what I shared today was helpful, beneficial, and informational. If you 
want to talk about anything or you were able to help yourself or someone else using some of the tips that I shared, please, please, please let me know. I love when you slide in my DMs and tell me that I've been helpful to you or that you really related to something I said and you needed to hear the message I was sending. We're all strong enough to overcome traumatic experiences and the triggers that in days, months, years may follow. We are strong enough to come out of those terrible, tragic, terrifying, life-changing events and situations. Even if in certain moments we don't know it, we don't believe it, we all are. I would like to end this episode with a quote from someone named Brittany Piper, who is a survivor of multiple forms of trauma and is currently a trauma-informed coach. So what she does is help survivors thrive in the now post-trauma, which BAM is what I'm all about. So I am basically obsessed with this woman. If you don't know who she is, I will make sure to tag her handle in the show notes so that you can check her out. And I will also make sure to add her website so that you can check that out as well. It's a super simple quote, but it is a reminder from her. I love it. I remind myself of these exact words all the time and I want you to hear them. Your healing journey will be hard at times, but you've got this. And I promise you, like I've already said, there may be days where you really don't feel or don't know that you are strong and brave enough to get through whatever you're going through to come out of whatever has triggered you, but you are. I just want to remind you, Britt and I believe that you have got this. Anytime you don't, check out her page for all the inspiration and feel free to message me to vent and connect. You are strong. You are capable. You are brave. And you are valid in whatever you are experiencing, feeling, going through. I love you, I'm grateful to know you, and I appreciate you. I cannot wait to be back here with you next week. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I hope this episode was helpful for you. If it was, tell someone about it who needs to hear this message or share it on social media and tag me at this is Katie, K-A-I-T-E-Y so we can connect. Life is a wild journey, but we're on it together, and I'm so glad. You're never truly alone. I appreciate you, I love you, and I will talk to you soon.